This is the audio diary of the 25th day of the 8th month of year 2020. I am recording this on a trail, nothing too spectacular, nothing too planned, nothing too incredibly adventurous. Uh, but I'm on a trail nevertheless. I wasn't supposed to be, I was actually supposed to be working. Um, but today's shift is done by me, myself, and I, and so I didn't feel the same pressure to, you know, be online at exactly the hours I'm supposed to be at. I decided that since I wasn't focusing very well anyway, I would um, basically do my work hours another time um, or later probably um, and just go out hiking because my body was feeling really, really restless from a couple of weeks in a row of no hiking, which might sound like an average couple of weeks for most people um, but for me that's that was a lot um, to just kind of sit around and mope and I could feel myself uh, just kind of emotionally and just kind of psychologically really get down and down and down without the exposure to nature without the physical exercise and you know you know when there you get into a loop you get into a bit of a cycle of being stationary and I tried to, I'm trying to actually incorporate a bit more exercise into my everyday, um, even when I'm not hiking. So I ran, I think probably 10, 15 minutes yesterday. It wasn't that big of a deal, maybe a bit longer, maybe closer to 20. And then I walked back. So um, just a quick run around the uh, downtown area that I uh, live at. And it was really invigorating. I felt vastly better while I was on the on the run and then afterwards as well I just felt vastly just so much better and so I knew that I needed to do exercise again today but again once you get into a little bit of a rut it's kind of hard to um, just pick yourself up it's it's hard it just in all these negative habits um, that I've acquired knowingly and unknowingly uh, they, they just there's inertia basically and so I decided that the best way to do that was to just make a small small change and so which was I just looked up um, the you know the closest trail that I could get to with my local car share and so Vancouver has a really really good car sharing program I think it has one of the best in the world actually unfortunately uh, most of the other places I've I've seen the car share is much more um, how should I say it elementary it's not as widespread as in Vancouver but Vancouver, if you're in this proper city of Vancouver, not the surrounding suburban regions or the surrounding metropolitan area, if you're in the proper city of Vancouver, there's a couple of car share options that are really, really great. Uh, I am subscribed to both of them, Mo Moto and Evo. And outside of this actual proper city of Vancouver, uh, Evo has a couple of other designated home spots so that you can park anywhere. So the great thing about these car sharing programs is that they're just kind of A to B. So I just pick, I just pick up a car, uh, I just check in, uh, I drive to another place, and as long as with, it's within their designated home area, I can just drop it off and walk away. And I just pay for the minutes they use the car for, which is a really, really great system. Um, my, wish is only, my only wish is that it would become even more popular so that, um, I it would become even more popular so that the home area would get expanded and expanded and it becomes easier and easier to 
just completely replace car ownership with car sharing because that would do me and quite a lot of people a lot of good. Um, and also the environment as well, not to mention it's uh, economical. Anyway, the point is I just, you know, uh, looked up the closest evil car there was to me and then where was a trail that I could actually um, just kind of drop off the car instead of having to pay for, for example, if I went hiking for three hours, I would have to pay for three hours of driving, having the car on top of, you know, what, however long it took for me to get there. And so there's this one parking lot, um, which is by a very, very popular uh, uh, regional park. It is kind of synonymous in Vancouver with going for a hike is you go and do the grind, as they call it, um, or you go to this mountain called Grouse Mountain. It's one of the regional parks. Uh, and because the hiking, that is such a hiking, uh, popular hiking and skiing and kind of sightseeing destination, the, um, the, even though that park is, you know, the, the area is in the middle of the mountains, so normally it would be outside of the designated home area, uh, that specific parking lot is part of designated home area, which allows people from the city to go and drop their cars off at the parking lot, just pay for their um, however long it took to commute there and then start hiking and then come back again chances are there's always there's pretty much always enough cars around that i can get back home not to mention there's actually public transit if i wanted to take that option even though it does take a significant it takes significantly longer um and i think i mentioned last time that i'm not a experienced driver i'm trying to practice driving i'm trying to get behind the wheel as much as possible on purpose so it all kind of worked out I you know drove I think it it took me about 30 minutes to go from my house to the parking lot it includes going over a beautiful 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 bridge um, called uh, Lionsgate Bridge which is the bridge that connects the downtown Vancouver area to the North Shore of Vancouver so North Vancouver and West Vancouver area and um, I love crossing that bridge. It just makes me feel so good. And in order to get onto Lionsgate Bridge, I need to cross by, I need to uh, drive through Stanley Park, which is, um, if you know anything about Vancouver, or if you Google things to do in Vancouver, it is the equivalent of New York Central Park. Um, Stanley Park is this giant, expansive green. It's beautiful. Uh, it's like the breathing lung of the beautiful city of Vancouver. Uh, and it's smack dab in the middle of downtown. It has a lot of history behind it. Um, and it's a pleasure to drive through, of course, because of all the trees, it's just a beautiful wooded area. Uh, and there's almost always a bit of a, um, not a traffic jam, but traffic slowdown, at least, um, a bit before I get onto Lionsgate Bridge um, from the downtown side, uh, because it's such a popular bridge. but because Stanley Park is so enjoyable, I don't mind slowing down and just kind of doing the inching forward, inching forward, inching forward, that, you know, typical um, traffic jam motion for the five to 10 minutes. I don't mind doing it at all because it's in Stanley Park. And it's really good to feel a lot more comfortable behind the wheel. I can feel, um, I feel much more at ease. Um, I can feel a lot of the actions associated with driving, you know, checking uh, 
checking kind of over the shoulder on either side or being aware of cyclists, being aware of buses, of, of <clears throat> unexpected pedestrians, any animals, all these kinds of things that, you know, I know in theory, but the best, the only way to really learn them is to just do it quite often. And so become, I'm becoming a lot more used to the good habits I'm supposed to have. And I'm also getting a much better feel for, you know, acceleration, um, uh, brakes, um, what kind of distance I should take between um, this car and the front and the behind and just, you know, for signs, uh, for the roads around Vancouver, uh, just angles and all of that, just I'm, I'm, my hands and my feet are getting a lot more used to it. Um, I'm also just getting used to and just being exposed to a lot more potential situations that can happen on the road. Right. Uh, I'm getting used to, you know, kind of anticipating whether or not it's good to whether if I'm, for example, caught in a yellow um, while I'm about to pass a um, cross crosswalk, you know, getting a sense of how far away the crosswalk is, um, how how fast I'm going, how, you know, how long this car is going to take to stop, all of that kind of stuff. Again, these the exact types of things where you can't learn it any other way than just to practice a lot. And because I really want to go on a road trip very, very soon, I, uh, it's, it, and that I do want to get out to places that's going to take me like hours to drive. And I think it's great for me to just kind of get used to the wheel. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and yeah, just being back out on trail makes me feel just so much better. I think I've only walked for like a kilometer or two. And frankly, I think I only want to walk a kilometer or two. Um, I am not looking for a massive hike. I just wanted a bit of a break from the city, from the perpetual noise. I just wanted to see a bit of greenery for, with my own eyes and not through a YouTube screen or a phone screen or a computer screen. I mean, I guess there's, it does, um, just get, <laughs> yeah, the point is I wanted to see greenery. I wanted to breathe mountain air. I wanted to feel the... Um, sensation of the dirt and rocks beneath my feet I wanted to be physically tired um, it just it just makes me feel just so much much so much better um, I'm wondering if I should do this more often <laughs> just pick up the car and drive especially during weekday mornings when I have a bit of time um, just pick up the car and drive to potentially grass potentially somewhere else and just just not even necessarily hike but just go somewhere nice and just chill, <laughs> just sit and record an audio diary like this, just breathe, just see the various shades of brown and shades of green and just enjoy the BC summer, really. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm feeling. That, that is what I'm feeling. <sighs> um, I don't know, what can I say? Uh, I, I'm frankly in a bit of a state right now, um, just emotionally, psycho psychologically, uh, just getting really tired and antsy about relationships. And I, I've talked about my loneliness uh, a few times already, but you know, it, it, the fact is that I'm someone who's already come 
to be very comfortable with herself, right? I mean, I go solo backpacking for days. <laughs> I clearly am very comfortable with myself. I've also lived alone by myself for a number of years now. I've uprooted myself and moved to China, moved to the UK, and then since the UK, I tried to go nomadic, and then I ended up not doing that, but still. Um, I've come back to Vancouver with no family or nothing. I, I, I'm someone who's used to uprooting herself, um, someone who's used to a pretty solitary life and knows how to find, I thought I was someone who knew how to find joy in it. I'm just, the thing is I'm just getting really tired of it. Uh, it's not that I feel uncomfortable with my own self, it's just that I feel like I'm missing out on the part of life that's about relationships. Um, I don't want to be a hermit and I'm naturally not very inclined to be hermit-like. I'm naturally quite extroverted. And so I, I think what it is, is basically I either want to be really active and, you know, having loads of relationships and, you know, be part of a community and all that kind of stuff. I either want to do that or, and, and be in the city and, you know, be really occupied with my work or be outdoors exploring, potentially by myself, but ideally with a partner, um, partner or two, or a group, actually, that's all fine. Um, I either want to be really outdoors and, you know, have a, a lot of solitude, but that be compensated by the beautiful, just kind of, the relationship I have with nature, the relationship I have with myself, the relationship I have with Mother Earth, with God, with things that are not just human. <laughs> um, I want to either have that or be in the city and have human relationships. <laughs> and of course, in an ideal world, I want both. Um, but I'm kind of frustrated by this kind of limbo stage where I, where I don't feel satisfied with the amount of relationships I have in with either direction. I also don't feel that satisfied um, one of the best, one of the best things about traveling so much and challenging myself so much and putting myself in tough situations and being busy, not being busy just for the sake of just kind of doing admin-y stuff or whatever, but especially being busy um, because I genuinely have a lot of experiences and a lot of new and challenging responsibilities is that I am growing really really fast and life seems to every single day seems to be so new and I'm even just by for example if I go and travel like my day I don't have to be doing anything that terribly exciting I don't even have to actively try to learn anything just by the virtue of being in a really new place I am learning right I just absorb just even by doing daily things like going to going grocery shopping in a new place I am learning about that region uh, and I'm being exposed to new things and things that are frankly probably quite banal are to me quite exciting uh, because they're new to me and so there's that just inherent excitement and inherent learning associated with being on the road and traveling and some as someone who's not doing that I think I know that kind of the speed of that my life is going at is probably the average speed uh, for most people, if not faster, actually. Um, but it feels like I'm not growing fast enough. Um, for example, I have so many stories to tell and 
lessons to share about the experiences I had when I was living abroad. But if I had to talk about what almost now, um, what April, May, June, July, almost August, so almost five months of staying and living in Canada again, especially Vancouver again, or Metro Vancouver again, I don't have that much to share. And I feel like I haven't learned as much, which is really, really frustrating. I think it just feels like my life has become... I don't know, I'm basically bored by by my own life. (laughs) I think that's what it is. And again, I know my life isn't anything like um, especially boring, frankly. It's got plenty of excitement. um, And I'm pretty sure that you, as you are listening to my audio diaries and as you are listening to what may potentially be some kind of highlights, or at least a condensed summary of my life where I talk about, you know, not all the boring hours where I just kind of sit around and make food and just do, just work potentially on really boring stuff, sometimes on really exciting OCO stuff. Uh, But regardless, a lot of hours of just kind of sitting and doing work, you don't hear about that as much. And so it might be easy for you to also listen to my audio diaries and think, what is she talking about? She seems to have a very exciting life. And I do. I do. I, I, I am very thankful for it. Um, but I am spoiled when it comes to... <laughs> I'm really, really spoiled um, when it comes to excitement, experiences, and new challenges. I'm very, very greedy um, about just newness. <laughs> uh, not necessarily in the, you know, kind of material way, but I'm really, really greedy when it comes to novelty and so it's been frustrating for me um, to be in a similar kind of environment, having similar experiences for not even that long of a time, actually. Probably, again, like three to four months. Uh, frankly, corona lockdown was also a novel experience in its own way. Uh, whether it was enjoyable or not is a whole other issue, but still it was a very novel experience. So if I'm thinking about the, if I take out probably... March, April, um, and maybe May, maybe up to May. Um, it really hasn't been that boring of a summer, frankly. It's just just me, just me being greedy again. Uh, I also know that my business is going swell, um, and it is actually incredibly exciting, uh, the amount of progress we're making in a short amount of time. Again, I'm aware of this logically, but emotionally, um, when I'm going through the day-to-day and I look at the calendar and I think, okay, I don't have anything on my calendar again. Um, well, there's work. And and then all the other hours that I'm not working, I feel like are just kind of passing by, whizzing by behind, beside me, and I don't know what I'm spending that on um, I don't know what kind of meaningful pursuit I have with those hours. Outside of that, I guess I plan a lot of backpacking trips. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Um, Maybe I should, you know, go back on the dating app and try to try to meet more people because, you know, having a relationship, finding a partner is one of my goals. So if so, then I should actually make more of an effort around it. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe that's one way. 
um, there was also a person that I was asking out. I asked out twice and he's a really, you know, he's an old church friend. I've known him for years at this point. Uh, but I thought that, you know, well, here's how I put it. I felt like everybody has a lot of pros and cons, a lot of strengths and weaknesses. And I know both of his pretty well, uh, because again, we've been friends for a very long time. And I could tell that, you know, obviously he has a lot of strengths, which I recognize, but I also thought that his, his portfolio of weaknesses were something that I could, um, that I was okay with, that I could handle. Um, and that there was a degree of complementarity around just kind of, yeah, our strengths and weaknesses. And so, um, and he's a good person. He's a good person. He's, he's um, also an attractive person. And I say that in kind of like the holistic sense, uh, which were all things I knew about for a long time. But, you know, seemed like a good kind of time, if that makes sense in, time, in terms of timing. Um, his life where he was at, um, my life where I'm at, there's parts of it where it doesn't really work out very well. Like the fact that I want to move to Mexico within the year. So that's not great. <laughs> but in terms of other things, it seemed to be good timing. So I did ask him out. I don't think it's going anywhere because uh, I don't really think he's interested back which is meh, a bit sad um, but gotta keep moving is all I can all I can do keep moving uh, maybe I can meet a couple other people um, and see where things go from here. I guess that's it. <sighs> anyway, the point is, it's really good to be back on trail. Um, and I didn't mean to record quite a long, such a long uh, diary once again, but I guess I just needed to vent and process a little bit. So thanks for listening to that. Um, yeah. I guess I'll talk to you again pretty soon. Alrighty, bye.